0: The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast on this Friday morning as we finish the week off together. And I'm greatly appreciative of the opportunity that I have uh, to teach and to be part of your day and I hope it's a help. Uh, We're going to be in Ecclesiastes uh, chapter uh, 7 still, Ecclesiastes chapter 7, as we've been going through, we started yesterday walking through a couple of these contrasts that Solomon had as he kind of, in the end of chapter chapter 7, kind of the break between 7 and 6, chapter 7, Solomon now looks ahead. He looks to head to some decisions he should make, some wiser decisions, instead of just looking at everything, you know, because he has been looking at the world from an empty perspective due to the decisions he made, now he's looking at what some wise decisions to make. So he gives a bunch of contrasts, as we read in, we looked at the first few of them yesterday, different contrasts, and so we're gonna continue to look at these, I think there's three more we're gonna look at, and are these three a little more simplistic to understand? The moment you look at them, they obviously make more sense, and easier to follow than the ones we were looking at trying to figure out why he was saying is this. So he starts in verse five. He says in verse five, it is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for a man to hear the songs of fools. For as the crackling of thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of fool, of the fools. This is also vanity. Surely oppression maketh a wise man mad, and a gift destroyeth the heart. Better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof, and the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of the fools." So let's look at these couple verses real quick. We'll unpack them and, and how they hopefully be how The first one is really, it, it's common sense to me, but it, when, it, when you look at it and you look at it scripture, Scripture, it makes complete sense. And practically, unfortunately, it's not always easy to do in in practice, in practice. In verse 5, he says, It is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than for man to hear the song of the fools. So what he's saying is, let's, I guess we look at the idea of the rebuke of the wise. Um, you're talking about somebody who is wiser than you, has more wisdom in your area. Again, there's a huge difference between knowledge and wisdom. Uh, let's go back to one other example uh, before in this situation, but let's go into another part in Scripture where Timothy, obviously, he's pastoring this church. Uh, he had followed some other great men, and he's he's kind of speaking it seems to be speaking to his mentor Paul about the fact that the people didn't seem to be taking him seriously as their pastor and so Timothy Timothy or Paul writes back to Timothy and says let no man despise let no man look down on your youth but be thou an example of the believers in word and conversation and we use that for teens which is true but it really doubt is that this young pastor is he's ministering to older people who in their minds felt like they had more knowledge of life. And the premise was as long as you're a godly example, then, then, then your, your age to an extent will disappear uh, from the argument. Well, that's what the difference is. They may have had more knowledge in certain parts of life, but God had given Timothy a level of wisdom that was needed as a leader. That, that's the premise there. Je, when we Some people, when they come to us and they want to rebuke us, and they, the word rebuke literally means rebuke. Sometimes it's correction, sometimes it's harsh, sometimes, hey, it, you could do it better this way. The fact is, no one likes to be told they're wrong, and no one likes to be given a better way to do it. People love to be bragged on. People love to be complimented. People love to, hey, you did great, wonderful. Let me follow you. Let's do it again. We love that because it fills our pride. It fills our ego. But we're not a big fan of somebody who comes and corrects us in an area where we have been wrong. He says, but it's better that we're willing to take take wisdom or rebuke from a wise person. And that wise is going to come someone with experience, someone who has more knowledge in the area, or just someone God has sent your way to help you. It's not easy to do, but here's the alternative. He says, it's better to do that than for a man to hear the song of fools. Then he describes it. For the crackling of the thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of the fool. What's the point? Crackling of the wood under a pot is just, it's just the burning of wood as they're, bur- as they're cooking something. It makes a lot of noise and it gives off a little bit of heat at some point, but at some point it's gonna vanish away. It's gonna burn up. The wood's gonna burn up and it's, it's gonna be empty. There's no long-term stability. There's no sustainability to that information. So if you're listening to a fool who's just bragging on you, it's empty words. It sounds good at first and it feels good, like the heat off the fire, it feels good at first, but in a period of time it's gonna disappear because he is just a fool. And so we say, well, you're great, you're wonderful, that idea worked, and so what we want, and we love to hear people brag on us for what we've done, So that we can keep going forward well i I just need to feel good about myself well i'm not against feeling good about yourself i think that we i think that's something satan wants to beat us up he wants us to make us look down on what god created in us but what we also need to realize is the only way to become better in who we are is to be willing to take advice from other people and sometimes it's not always easy. One man made a comment to me that he, he, he does his best to take advice from everybody. He writes down, when people were telling him any level of advice or criticism, he writes it all down. And it's a good point. When he wrote it down, he goes, people were less likely to talk about extra silly stuff because it's written down. He says, and I would go through that paper and I would look and say, well, this stuff, this is true. I really need to work on these things. And he would write them down on a separate sheet of paper on the things that God had told him that day you need to work on. Then he would take the rest and throw it away, allowing some of those faults or negative things to disappear. The point was, anybody who wants to grow and become better will learn that gaining knowledge from other people is necessary, and it's not always easy, but necessary. So let's continue down to verse number seven. Uh, verse, let's go down to verse eight for the next one. He says in this one, better is the end of a thing, than the beginning thereof, and the patient in spirit is better than the proud of the spirit. The first half talks about better is the end in the beginning, and here's a, it's a, again, it's a little bit of a simple thing. When you go to the end of your life, and we look back, you say it's better. Well, it's, it's better because we're going to look back on our life and we're going to see all that God was doing. Right now, we can look back. If you look back on your life, people say, you know, hindsight's 2020. When I look back on my life in the 45 years that God has given me on this earth at this point, when I look back on it, I can see God's hand through a lot of things. There are some trials, massive trials that God has allowed me to go through. But now that I look back at the end of them, I can see God's working and it gives me encouragement in that. So when you look back at things you see, now what it should be is when I look back on what God has allowed and done in the past, it should bring a level of encouragement as I try to move forward. So I can move forward in the next 40 years or whatever God gives me because I've seen what he's done in the past. So it's better, I can look back and I see God's hand because I I, I know God will be there in the future, but I can't tangibly see it. So looking back at all that God's done up to this point gives me encouragement to move forward. Then he continues in the end of verse 8 and he says... the patient in spirit is better than the proud in the spirit. And he says in verse 9 to continue that. He says, Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth us in the bosom of fools. So he says it's important that we are patient in spirit, not proud. And the, I, proud is, I, I want things my way, I want things done right away, or I, I'm, I'm, I'm frustrated it's not happening right away. Simply is talking about a humble, patience, really waiting for God to move, waiting for God to do what God wants to do, what he's planning to do. It's not always easy, but it is necessary to to be patient, Patience is something we struggle with. And I, maybe it's, I think it's, I used to joke about the fact that Northeasterners, everything's so fast, that's part of it. But I'll be honest with you, I think it's across the globe right now. Pandemics just made it so different. I, you know, there's been so many times where I've watched people driving and almost been in a couple accidents from people just crazy driving around, breaking all kinds of road rules and all these things. And, and I look at them like they're going to hurt somebody. They're not being patient, and something else they're going to hurt themselves. And then just post pandemic, it's just kind of, we're a little different. And, in the world has become more anxious place, and that's where a lot of us come from. And so he said, it's better that we're patient in spirit, not be pushy, not be just striving to get your way, stop and be patient, and then to push, because here's what happens. He says, if, if I'm proud in spirit, I grow into anger. And he goes, be not hasty, in thy spirit to be angry. And why would we be hasty to be angry? Well, we're looking, I'm right, I'm right. I have a right to say this, I have a right to say this. I have a, I have a right to tell that drive-through worker why they're wrong. I have a right to tell that person why they're wrong. I have a right to speak my mind when I'm angry. He goes, but here, here's why, he says, be careful. Be not quick, because anger is sometimes necessary. The Bible tells us in Ephesians, be angry and sin not. So you're not jumping, you're not quickly jumping to vindicate what you're trying to say. He says, be not quick, he said, be not hasty in thy spirit, to be angry. Why? For anger resteth in the bosom of fools. If I allow anger to become part of what I do, it's just part of who I am. And, and ended up, I, I'm, I'm truly a fool in that area. Wisdom helps me move beyond it. By the way, if you go to the previous verse, if you're willing to take wisdom from somebody, even if it's in the form of a rebuke, you'll find yourself becoming less angry. Because that's what, because we, because we gain the wisdom we need to be able to move beyond the circumstances we're in, and we grow in wisdom in God. Well, I hope that these three thoughts are encouraging. I know that they're a little more practical, a little more simplistic than yesterday's thoughts, but I tell you, I hope they're helpful. I know they are to me as I look at them. It's easy to find ourselves looking at these things and our human mind justifies certain things. And we really need to look at what God God is teaching us that we need in the current day we find ourselves in. Well, I do appreciate the privilege you've given to me to be part of your day. We will invite you to join us Sunday morning. If you're local, we'd love to have you in person. Our service starts at 10 o'clock in the morning. We will not have an evening service Sunday, so we invite you to be there Sunday morning at 10 o'clock. And we'd like, if you can't join and make it in person, we'd love to have you join us online as we'll stream those services online. Thanks again for joining us this morning. We look forward to seeing you again Monday.